Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Evan Muhammad Show. I'm your host, Evan Muhammad, and um, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, I'm here with a good friend of mine, uh, Owen Mollis, my boy. Say what's up. What's up, guys? So um, we're uh, head Owen over. I've been trying to have him over for for a, a couple of days now, but he finally made it. Praise God. And, um, yeah, we're just going to be having a good time. We're just going to be talking about some fun things, you know. And uh, so I guess we'll we'll start. So, you know, Owen, how's it how's it been with everything? And just, honestly, it's honestly been great. You know, it's been great. Yeah, life's, oh, been, life's been great. I mean, trying. So I feel like it's like after the lake, I feel like I really started like figuring myself out what I want to do with life. I guess you know, I'm starting to figure myself out. I guess. Figure. All right. So, so like the lake, the lake trip last year. Yeah. Right after that, you know, oh, I feel right. like this fall. I really came into like who I am, I guess. Okay. Interesting. So Owen is a junior in high school. Yeah. He, um, he is good friends with Aiden. And that's how actually, that's actually how I met yeah. Owen was like, we, we go to the lake together. He's part of the lake squad pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, so, yeah, we, we've had some, if you guys saw the last episode, highly recommend you do. Um, yeah. We talk about some of the crazy things that happened at the lake, some stupid stuff, some good stuff, some bad stuff. Uh yeah, some funny stuff. <laughs> so, um, how how was you, so you're saying that you you kind of found yourself in the fall? Just like uh, elaborate on that a little bit. So, I mean, like, I guess I kind of found like my group of friends, like Aiden, you know, Aiden Jackson. Like, I used to always want to be like friends with everyone, but you know, mm-hmm. I feel like I found like my group of friends, and I feel like like I've just kind of like explored my interests. Like, I know what I want to do with life. I, I like I know what I want to do when I'm older. Like everything like that. Oh, all right. So, like, what are you thinking about doing? So, right now, my number one reach, like, I'm trying to get into West Point. West Army. Point? Oh, yeah. my dang. I wanna go, I wanna That's crazy. Wow. So, I um, want to go I, I want to go down that path. If not, I won't serve in the military, but I'll go law enforcement and try to work okay. in the FBI. So FBI, man. I want to end up in the FBI. See, yeah. You should go CIA, bro. You smart uh, enough for that? Uh, <laughs> no, not the CIA. <laughs> not the CIA. Bro, that's pretty cool, the CIA, dude. Men in black, yeah. you know? No, I'm just kidding. Um, so Owen's a big – he's a big uh, running guy, you know? Oh, yeah. He's a running man pretty much. Oh, yeah. So tell us, how's it been with tracking, like, with cross-country and everything? So, it's been great, you know? I'm starting to talk to college coaches. Oh, you are? Everything, yeah. Everything's really coming together. So, I mean, kind of hoping to run at West Point if I go, but it's a pretty low acceptance rate. So if I, if I get to oh, third, I'll yeah. go to a, like a normal college, like High Point up in Carolina. Oh, you're looking that far away? Level. Yeah. I'm looking all over the place, just trying to find gauges. Anywhere local? UMass Lowell, Hartford. Oh, okay. Connecticut. That's, nothing, that's nothing local. Nothing. Okay. Nothing. Nothing. Around, Rhode Island, right? Yeah. Nothing within an hour. So, all right. So you're, are you going to go for a track? If you don't yep. make it to West Point, you're going to. Yep. Will they give you scholarships in that? Are the scholarships big for track and, and cross country and stuff? Or well, West for cross cross country and track, uh, West Point is free. You just owe five years of service in the army. Oh, all right. I so don't know that. Other yeah, other schools. It's like they'll give depending on how good you are, good scholarship money. So like, there's a couple schools where I could get land some good scholarship money. I think mm-hmm. so. Really, really all right. That. That's that's pretty good, man. Um, that's cool, bro. So. I know you got another year, but like, nothing local, huh? No, he's nope. not. A, he's not a local guy, folks. Nope. Nope. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's that's interesting. That's, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um. So, what do you? It's 
um, it's your junior year this year. Yep. And then your senior year is coming up. So is there a lot of like expectations going into senior year? Like for, 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 for yeah. Oh yeah. There's huge expectations, you know, do you need a certain GPA to get into West Point? How does that work? Uh, West Point, they look at specialized skills for the most part. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. It's very competitive academic. But, hmm. All right. You know, it's all about your resume, I guess. Yeah, I guess you're right. So, um, just tell me about, uh, tell me a little bit about, you said you're finding yourself, you found your group of friends. Like, what is, like, what is that, what does that look like? Who, who, like, what do you mean? You know, I found people that have the same drive and motivation to do things as me. Like, you know, I'm not surrounding myself with people who bring me down. It's only people that lift me up. Okay. And that, that sort of stuff, I guess. Right. So, uh, you said before that you were, um, trying to like be friends with everybody and yeah kind of before thing. i was trying to you know i was trying to be popular like i cared like i cared about you cared all that okay. you know yeah I feel like I bro found... i i kind of like i kind of feel you in that because yeah. my junior year is kind of like the same thing kind of happened i kind of found like my friend group kind of yeah. who i hung out with the rest of the high, my high school and sophomore year i was just trying to like be cool and, and like impress yeah. girls and stuff like that and that was kind of stupid looking yeah. back on no, it no i, I get it <laughs> but um yeah, you know, you're pretty cool. You're a cool dude and um, talented too. So yeah, and um, you're with Aiden and you said Jackson, right? Is that yeah, Jackson, boys? Connor. So what kind of things do they push you to do? Like, just be the best version of ourselves. You know, athletically, academically. You know, like we're just we're all such a tight group of friends. Like we talk. Oh, you're tight. Yeah, we talk about everything. I guess. Wow. We trust each other. Dang, bro. Well, that's good. Well, I'm glad you found that group of friends. Yeah. I really am, but um, so did you watch the last uh, episode with Aiden? Yep, you did. Yep. So, like, uh, tell me, tell me some of your thoughts just on uh, some of the things that we talked about about the lake and just about uh, and just about really what we t- the gospel we talked about Jesus a lot with Aiden and yeah. So, tell me your thoughts on that the Kev dog story. <laughs> oh my days! Oh god! Yeah. Um, awesome funny stuff but you know i've like I, i've definitely noticed a huge change in aiden really you know you have you for real oh yeah definitely definitely dude that's that's awesome i'm mm-hmm. definitely like you, you're doing great work well bro listen it's not me doing any work all right so um it's all god all right bro? yeah because i'm just a vessel you know what i'm saying yeah it's his it's only by his will and by his spirit yeah um, but you know i'm very thankful to God that he's, uh, you yeah, allowed me I to, noticed the difference in him. he's allowed me to uh, minister to Aiden yeah. and just be a brother to him. And, yeah. um, you know, I've been praying, you know, I've been praying for him and I've been praying for you guys, you and Liam, like, you know, we've been boys for a long time. Like, yeah. um, me and Aiden, me and Liam. So that's kind of how this whole group, we, this is how our whole friend group started was me and Liam played hockey together in fourth grade. And then that kind of evolved into like, I started going over his house and I met Aiden and then Aiden, like I was chilling over his house and then Owen was there and I was like, bro, who's this kid? Owen, dude, he's kind of, he's kind of crazy, yes. dude. You know, Owen, you're kind of crazy, bro, but I still love you. All right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he gets a little whack, you know, when, it, when the clock strikes midnight, yep. <laughs> bro, like his pupils dilate. He's like a, he's like a werewolf or a monster or something. Yep. Like, he, he goes crazy after that. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I got the lake too. Crazy. Oh man. Insane. This dude's like running around naked or something, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, those are the those are the days. Oh man, so you've seen a change in Aiden. Yeah, definitely. And then you've seen a change in me. Yeah. So like, 
what do you what do you think about just the power not of me or but what do you think about the power of God? What do you think about the sovereignty of God? Sovereignty of God just basically means God does what he wants. Yeah. In his sovereign, in his will. Yeah, so I mean over the summer I was I would say I was not I didn't believe, I guess. If you okay. remember if you remember we had a bunch of conversations. Yep, I did, did not believe. I remember <laughs> we were in that food place. Liam oh, God is man. disgusting. I, chili cheese dog. Oh man, the chili cheese <laughs> dog. That, that place. Oh man. So yeah, we were all like chilling. I was just like, there's no way. So like I feel like now, like I definitely believe. Like I like I definitely believe. I feel like everybody needs faith in something. Like no matter what it be, like people need faith. People need something to yeah. look to. Like I don't know. And I think God, you know, is out there. It's definitely something real. He's real. 100 percent And um this is, uh, I think we've talked about, me and Owen have, me, Owen, Aiden, Liam, our whole group, uh, Shelby, if you're watching, Sam, if you're watching, we've all wrestled with like the gospel and with God and stuff. And uh, there was some, there were some great conversations in that at the lake this year. But, um, you know, uh, what's the word? Um, pretty much, I'm just grateful that, you know, that you've kind of, you know, that God has brought you to a place of some, yeah. some belief, yeah, you know, no, but definitely, definitely. Um, I had you come over cause I really just, uh, in this podcast, I just want to like clarify. I just want to try and, you know, clarify some things like yeah, pertaining to the word of God. Yep. So there's a, a common uh, conception about God um, to the non-believer in uh, there's a few conceptions to like an atheist or, you know, a theist or, a, or an agnostic, yeah. But a big conception of supposed, uh, quote-unquote, Christianity, and they, we call them progressive Christians. Yeah. I was a pro- – so at the lake, I was pretty much a progressive Christian. Yeah. I love – I watch Ray Comfort. I love Ray Comfort, but I was practically a progressive Christian yeah. because, you know, we – I brought Aiden and I brought Liam and I brought uh, uh, Owen too. We went to my old church. Yep. I'm not going to say any names, but – um and. I remember it was like, what'd you guys think? What'd you guys think? And I remember it was like, you know, he was a good talker. He had a good message about, he had good tips. Yeah. And like, that's true. Right. That guy yeah, had, that guy had, he had some, definitely some good tips, but that's not the point Yeah, is what I'm like, you know, uh, I think he was like four tips in your twenties or something like yeah, that. I, I still remember it. Like I remember the biggest one was don't surround your, surround yourself with uncomplicated people. I still remember that to this day. And you, and you applied that, which is yeah. kind of crazy, but, um, see, that's kind of like um, that's a good that's a good message, right? That's a good quote, but it's not like it's wisdom, but it's yeah. not it's godly wisdom, but it's not really the gospel. Yeah, yeah. and uh, we've wrestled with the gospel, and I think I just want to go over it again. Yeah, definitely. And um, so, what does the gospel mean to you? What do you think it means? No, really, honestly, I've never read it. Well. There's four gospels, Mark, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Yeah. I but mean, I've, I've been, I have a Bible in my room right now. I've been trying to read it. I just, I can't understand it. It's like, I guess I, I'm not, I'm not the greatest like reader. Like I need to see things, I guess. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a visual learner. Yeah. So like for me, like reading, like reading, sitting down. So you've been for, reading the word, like you've been trying to read. I've been trying. You know, what's crazy. You know what the Bible says? When I first like started, um, when God starts, when God first started drawing me in, and started bringing me to himself, I couldn't understand the Bible either. Yeah. I was reading it. Like, I didn't really know, like, what I was reading. And, like, I kind of didn't have a lot of understanding. Yeah. But um, exactly. the Bible says that 
like pretty much that we don't come to Jesus unless the Father brings us to Jesus. Yeah. And we, to a non-believer, to someone who is like not a Christian, we can't really understand and grasp the Bible without the help of God. Yeah. And I, I, I think um, if you want to know about God, um, you got to come to God with a with a humble heart, with a, with a pure heart, God says. Yeah. Blessed is the, blessed. And also uh, Matthew 5, Sermon on the Mount, Jesus starts with, uh, blessed is the poor in spirit, for his is the kingdom of God. So, um, poor in spirit, what do you think that means? The uh, people I don't believe? Mm, not quite. Poor in spirit, sinners, heavy sinners. But we're all close. But right, we're all sinners. We, you know that. The heavy. Uh, well, um, you're close. You're definitely close. But um, we are all sinners, Romans 3.23. Yeah. But there's none who have sinned against God. But um, I think... The poor in spirit, what I take, when I took that to understand and what a lot of um, Orthodox Christians take that to understand is um, it basically means you have a sorrow over your sin. It's like there's a it's like I've sinned. I've lied. I've stolen. I've, I've blasphemed the Holy Spirit. I've looked at a woman with less than committed adultery in my heart. I've um, uh, hated somebody and committed yeah. murder. It's like, oh, man, it's like basically that feeling of like, oh, shoot, I am a sinner. And like there's that weight of that sin. Yeah. And that's, that is what Jesus is talking about. That's what he means is like, blessed is the poor in spirit for his is the kingdom of God. Those who take seriously their sin, those who yeah. really care about like, Oh man, I'm a, I'm not a good person. Yeah. Those who are, um, you know, an outsider. It's, it's Jesus said, I've not come to call the righteous, but I've called to come the sinners to repentance. God. It's like, um, there was a, amazing uh youtube channel that i watched it's called the bible project <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna so i'm gonna send you a link about that later Perfect. yeah definitely. and that's like the, that visual learning comes in for me yeah. too yeah because i'm terrible at reading yeah but um <laughs> basically what how they described it is that god has an upside down kingdom so it's like basically those who are um proud those who have a lot those who are you know those who are just puffed up yeah proud and uh, arrogant God hates pride, he says. Yeah. He hates wickedness. He hates that stuff. But God loves it when a sinner will come to him with godly sorrow. Yeah. The Bible says godly sorrow, so sorrow over your sin and what you've done against God, leads to godly repentance. Yeah. Well, le leads to repentance. And repentance leads to salvation, yeah. leads to everlasting life. So as you we've me and Owen, we've wrestled this uh, time, oh, time every day at the lake for yep, seven days and, and beyond that. Yeah. Owen knows he's a sinner now, pretty much. Oh, 110%, yeah. But do you see kind of like you say things and you don't mean to say them, but it's like, oh, 100%. Oh, dang, bro. Time. Like, I can't believe I just did that. I can't believe I just said yeah, that. Yeah, no. Because the Bible says, before we know Christ, we're in bondage to sin. Like, we, yeah. are, we, are, we are slaves to sin. It says, the Bible says, our fathers before we know Christ is the devil himself. He's the, he's like, he's the prince and we're his subjects yeah. pretty much when we're in sin. First John says, so the Bible says, um, is that if you uh, are walking in the darkness, you're not in the light. So, um, but there is a remission for sins. And this is, this is a huge thing. If, if, um, we've talked about, you know, we've done the, we've done the good person tests. Remember yeah. the good person tests? Yeah. Have you ever lied before? Uh, have you ever stolen anything? Yeah. Uh, blasphemy. 
Um, Jesus says, whoever looks at a woman will lust, because adultery is hard. Hate somebody, you murder them. Sex before marriage kind of thing, fornication. Yeah. So basically, Owen, I'm not judging you. Yeah. You've admitted no. to all those things, no. but no. you've no just worries. admitted that you're a lying, thieving, blasphemous, adulterer heart. Yeah. And will you stand guilty or not guilty before God on Judgment Day? Guilty. That's right. Because the Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, he says, Paul says that there will be no idolater. There will be no blasphemer. There will be no thief. Yeah. No covetous person. No, no sinner will make it into the kingdom of heaven. But here's the good news is that Jesus Christ, um, he paid for your sin on the cross. Yeah. Do you know what the last words Jesus said before he died? Not. <laughs> it's okay. He says, it is finished. Strange thing to say, yeah. kind of, but um, it, what it, it's like talking about judicial terms, like like a law. Like yeah. you broke the law against God. You broke God's law and you're like, well, a lot of people tell me, they're like, well, I'm a good person still, you know, like, you know, I've done good things and, and yeah. everything. But it's like you're sitting before a judge, you say you robbed a bank. It's yeah. like, all right, the judge is going to say, all right, um, okay, you'll promise to do better next time. But you still robbed the bank. Yeah. I still have to punish you. Yeah. A righteous judge, oh, a, a just judge cannot allow that to slip by him if he's a good judge. Yeah, definitely. The Bible says God's the judge and he's a good one at that. Perfect. Yeah. He's morally perfect. We can't even we can't even compare to God's goodness. Um, even Christians, even you know, we our goodness is in Christ. But again, that's <laughs> that's another yeah. thing. But um um basically pretty much you've sinned against God, you've transgressed God's law. And now there's someone that you don't even know really. You've heard about him, but he gave up everything he owned. He, you know, he gave, he sold his clothes, he sold his car, he sold his house, and he abandoned everything he, he had, and he gave everything to you. He, he, well, well, I don't want to be a heretic or anything, but basically, he was killed. He was, he died as a sacrifice, as as a atonement for your sin. Yeah. But here's the thing. There's um, Mark. So here's the, here's the here's the the underlying sin that is uh, a big thing. There's one sin that is really that won't be forgiven of man, and um, it's in Matthew, the Gospel of Matthew. It starts with verse thirty. Uh, he that is not with me is against me. So um, if you're not with Christ, if you're not you know in the kingdom, then you're against Christ. It's like you, there's no neutral. Yeah. It's like it's either you're with him or you're against him. You're them. with him or I'm against yeah. him. It's either you love him or you hate him. Yeah. That's it. That's the only thing. Um, and he that gathereth not with the scattered abroad. Wherefore, I say unto you, all manner of sin and blasphemy shall be forgiven unto men, but the blasphemy against the Holy Ghost shall not be forgiven unto men. And whoever speaks a word against the Son of Man, it shall be forgiven him. But whoever speaks against the Holy Ghost, it shall not be forgiven him. That is called the unpardonable sin. Do you know what the un do you, do you have an idea of what that means? Yeah. To blaspheme the Holy Ghost. Yes. What do you think? You know, you commit something, you commit a sin, and right. you feel no remorse towards it. Well, everyone, so those who aren't in Christ already feel no remorse yeah. for it because they're in their sin. They're already, you know, they love it. They love sin. Yeah. So you're on, you're kind of on the right track, but um, this really means that whoever rejects, so it's like, okay, I'm a sinner, but then if you reject 
um, if you reject the Holy Ghost from entering you, from coming and living inside you, yeah. then that's the unpardonable sin. No sin will be forgiven unto you because you don't have the Holy Spirit. And um, you can receive the Holy Spirit um, by um, professing that Christ is your Savior and repenting, turning from your sins. Saying, and repentance is really, it's like a change in the mind. It's like, because yeah. we're still going to sin. Yeah. Like um, the Bible says, whoever says he, he has no sin, he is a liar and the truth is not in him. Yeah. That goes for Christians too. So we're still going to have sin. I still have sin yeah. that I struggle with day to day yeah. that I must do battle with. Yeah. But now to an unbeliever, it's like, do I accept the Savior? And when you accept the Savior and you repent and turn from your sins, um, you can this Holy Spirit will enter into you. Now, there's another verse that I want to show you. It's in the Gospel of John, uh, chapter 3. So good. Um, I don't know. You said, what part of the Bible were you reading? Was it John that you said? It was Mark. Was it Mark? It started with Mark. Hmm, that's an interesting one to start with, but I'm going to give you a good one. I'm going to give you a good place to start next time. Yeah. No, I, I literally have no clue to where to start. I'm going to show you. I will tell you. <laughs> Trust me, this is beast, bro. But um, John 3, John chapter 3, verse 3, uh, Jesus uh, says unto a Pharisee, Nicodemus, he says, Verily, verily, or truly, truly, I say unto you, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Do you know what it means to be born again? Uh, repentance. What? Well, that's 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 except part of it. That's part of it, too. But there's a lot of people who say, they're like, you know, I accepted Jesus into my life, yeah. but they didn't make him king over their lives. All right. So, that's so called. Like that's definitely where I'm at. Jesus calls those the person, those people. They call he calls them lukewarm Christians, and he says, "They're neither hot nor cold, and I will spit them out of my mouth." That's pretty harsh language. Yeah. He says that. Um, <laughs> Jesus also says that. Um, uh, what's he say? He says that um, they the people will come to me and they'll say, "Lord, Lord, have we not done all manners of miracles? Have we not um, expelled demons in your name?" And he'll say, "Be gone from me! I never knew you." That's, 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 that's crazy. Yeah. And I am doing this because, well, I'm sharing this with you because I don't want Jesus. I don't want you to get to heaven. Yeah. And then you get to the gates of heaven and, and Jesus, you come to Jesus. You say, Lord, Lord, you know, I read the Bible. You know, I, I believed I had, you know, I believe that you are real. Yeah. He's going to say, oh, and I never knew you. Yeah. And that's, that, that horrifies that's me. That's the worst. Yeah. That horrifies me. Yeah. I don't want to see that to anyone. Yeah. That's. Yeah, because I definitely feel like that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, and um, Jesus, there's, um, if we go, you're in Mark, but uh, if you go to Mark chapter 10. Yeah, I don't know where. <laughs> no, it's all right, bro. It's okay. But um, uh, Mark chapter 10, I want to read you the story. Mark chapter 10, uh, verse 17, he says, And when he was gone forth into the way, talking about Jesus, there came one running and kneeled to him and asked him, Good master, what should I do that? I may inherit eternal life. And Jesus said unto him, Why do you call me good? There's none that does good. That is God. Only God does. Only God is good. You know the commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not kill. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. Defraud not. Honor thy father and thy mother. And he answered and said unto them, Master, I have observed these from my youth. And then Jesus, beholding him, loved him and said unto him, One thing you lack. Go thy way. Sell whatever you have and give to the poor. And you shall have treasure in heaven. And come, take up your cross, take up the cross, 
and follow after me. So what Jesus is saying in the end there, he's saying that, you know, you've kept the commands from your youth. Okay, but Jesus is saying, give up everything you have. Give up all your sins that you love. You know, all the porn, uh, all the everything. Uh, sorry, this. <laughs> all the lust, you know, yeah. all the all the hate, all the all the envy, all the pride. He says, give that up. Yeah. He says, give it up. Just come to me. Pick up your cross. Like, like Jesus picked up his cross. Yeah. Pick up. He's giving an example. He's saying, pick up you now. You to have everlasting life must pick up your cross. You know from the law, Paul says, I know from the law, I would not know sin unless by the law. And that's the law, the commandments, the Ten Commandments. Yeah. You should not steal. You should not hate. Yeah. You should not murder. Yeah. Those kind of things. Yeah. Honor thy father and mother. And we can't keep the law. Everyone breaks it. Yeah. There's none that does good. Everyone sinned. Yeah. But the, the good news of the gospel is that Jesus Christ came in the flesh, the Son of God. He is God. Yeah. Pretty, pretty much. Yeah. He is God. And he died for your, for you. He died for the whole, the sins of the whole world. You're, you're Owen from yeah. Cumberland. Yeah. I mean, and he loved you. He knew you. He, he knew you before you were formed in your mother's womb. You know that he knew you since the, the beginning of time. And, um, pretty much, I guess the, the crossroads, Owen is, will you give up your sin? Will you give up everything and follow after Jesus? And that is, if you ask God and you get before God and just um, you repent, you turn from your sin, you say, Lord, I, I'm a sinner and I don't, I don't want to do these things anymore. I want to follow after you. And if you um, trust, belief and faith is, is like, it's faith. People think faith, they think, uh, Richard Dawkins' faith. It's like you you believe in something and yeah. there's no facts for it. But the Bible uses the word faith. It's more like trust. It's like, yeah. it's like I believe in God, you know, like I believe in God. I believe there's a God. Like, yeah. and I, you know, I believe Jesus died on the cross, but it's like, there's a parachute. And now that's the parachute is Jesus. But it's like, you know, I'm just going to jump out the plane and try to flap my, my, flap my arms by my own yeah. goodness and by myself. I'm going to try and save myself. You're going to die. Yeah. You're going to hit the ground. Splat. It's over. And I don't that's horrible. But if you put on the parachute, strap it in tight, trust in that parachute, trust in Jesus, like you trust the parachute. You trust in that parachute, you'll be saved. Trust in him. Have faith in him. I I don't call Christianity, well, it is it is a religion, but yeah. um, I think of Christianity as a relationship. Um, I have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Aiden is beginning his relationship with Jesus Christ, his walk with Jesus. And it's, that is the whole purpose of the commandments is to love God with all your heart, with all your mind and with all your soul and to love others as you love yourself. So um, if you, if you, you know, we, no man searches after God, only God can put that within you. But I, God has, um, is, is telling the gospel to you now. He's saying, what are you going to choose? Oh, yeah. God is sovereign, but he's giving you a choice right now. He's a loving God, merciful God. Will you come nigh? Will you, will you come to me? Will you come to his son, Jesus Christ? Or will you continue to live in sin? And the ways of sin is death. The yeah. wages, Romans 6, 23, one of my favorite verses, the wages of sin is death. 
what? Wait a minute. That's not it. But the good gift of God is everlasting life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. And if you follow hard after Jesus, if you really do have trust and faith in Jesus and turn from your sin, you know, you're not going to be perfect. No one yeah. is perfect. Especially, you know, and <laughs> I'm not perfect. I'll tell you that. Um, but that's all it takes. But it's about humbling yourself. Yeah. It's about saying, I can't save myself. I give up. That's what salvation is. It's saying, that's what going to heaven looks like. It's, it's looked like, I couldn't save myself. I couldn't save myself by my own will. I needed, you know, I need Christ. I need God. I need Jesus, basically. And, you know, um, the, just the sacrifice on the cross so dear and it's just so amazing that God loved us so much he cared about you so much that he died for you on the cross and you didn't even this was 2,000 years ago yeah and he knew you he knew he was dying for you 2,000 years before yeah he knew you <laughs> since the foundation of the world and um now choose the broad and the narrow path. The broad path leads to destruction. Yep. Everyone goes on it. Your friends go on it. The narrow leads to salvation. Um, guys, we're gonna um, we're gonna take a quick break. Uh, pretty deep in thought right now, but we're gonna bring it back uh, in just a moment. Uh, hey guys, we're back. Um, so just continue our thought, Owen. Um, this is a lot of information. Oh, yeah. This is a lot. lot. Yeah. This is hard no, I'm stuff. Thinking, I'm thinking really hard right now. This is this is a lot of hard. This is this is a lot of stuff to take in. Yeah. But, you know, um, I really, it, I really do care about you, bro. Like, yeah. Me and Owen have known each other for a long time. Yeah. And it would horrify me, seriously, truly, to, if you were to go to hell. And, um, <laughs> the look on your face, <laughs> you look pretty terrified. Yeah, I'm pretty terrified. But that's good. You know what the Bible says? The Bible says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Fear of the Lord is um, brings about <laughs> godly sorrow. Yeah, that's what because um, fearing God is the, the only thing. God, why fear man when he can take away the body? The Bible says yeah. when why why fear man? He can take away the body, but fear God. He can take away the body, and he can take away your soul because. Look, um, I'm going to turn to Hebrews 9 real quick. Actually, I just got out of a Bible study. Uh, we were talking through Hebrews 9, but um, it's Hebrews 9, 24. It says, um, and, is it a, and, it is a, and as it is appointed unto men once to die, but after this, the judgment. The judgment. So when do you think you'll die? Do you know? No. That's right. You could, you just, Owen just got a truck. He's driving now. And you go die on the way back. Exactly. Exactly. And um, so don't, don't take this for granted. Yeah. Just, just recognize that you could die at any moment. Don't put this off. Don't, because this is your life. Yeah. This is. This life that we're living right now, the pleasures that we enjoy. Um, it's just a small fraction. It's a small drop in the bucket of time. Exactly. 
you said it perfect. But Christ and the things of God are because God is everlasting and he's an infinite. Yeah. God and his kingdom is infinite and you can be a part of that. Um, there's a, um, there's a certain passage in Acts 24 and it's about a man. It's about a man named Felix. Uh, Paul go, comes to him and uh, kind of Felix wants to know what all this Christianity is about. And um, I'm going to read that story to you. You know, maybe you'll get a, um, maybe you'll have a better understanding. And after certain days, when Felix came with his wife, Drusilla, which was a Jewess, he sent for Paul and heard, heard him concerning the faith in Christ. And as he reasoned of righteousness, temperance or self-control um, and judgment to come, Felix trembled and answered, go thy way for this time. When I have a convenient season, I will call for thee. Felix, don't be a Felix. Felix is putting off yeah. the things of God. Don't put them off. Think about this. This is your life. It's so precious. Would you sell your eye for $10 million? Yeah. You would. Would you sell both your eyes for, for $100 million? No. That's because your eyes are precious to you. One eye, okay. <laughs> you said okay, which is... I mean, 10 million is a lot. It is. It is. Not so much now, but anyways. But so as much as you wouldn't sell your eyes, so as much, why would you sell your soul? Yeah. Jesus says, what should a profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his very own soul? That's, that's terrifying. Yeah. So the soul, the eyes are just the window to your soul and you cherish them that much. They're just the window. Yeah. And then the soul, your life is precious. Your life is precious to you. Now, is fear, what the fear, the fear aspect, is the fear a good thing or a bad thing? I think it's a good thing. Amen. Because you're. It's definitely a good thing. Yeah, you're you're looking over, you have your toes tipping over a a hundred foot cliff. And there's this fear. Get back, get back. That fear is a good thing. It's trying to preserve you. It's trying to save save your life. And so I say, don't cast aside this fear. Think, think about eternity. Don't cast it. Don't cast away the fear. Um, what are the words for it? Just uh, look to Jesus. That's all I can say. Yeah. Don't, there's a, there's a, you know, I can tell by your face and just everything. <laughs> and I, I don't mean to be like a, like a goon, but um, you look scared. Oh, I am. And I'm thinking really, really hard right now. And um, don't put that off. Yeah, because, um, you know, that can save your life. There's an 18-wheeler bustling, going flying down the road, <laughs> and you're in the middle of the road. Your fear is, get out of the way, get out of the way, Owen. Woof. That's what your conscience is saying to you right now. It's saying, get out of the way, get out of the way. But it's also saying, um, it's self-preservation. It's, um, but, uh, it's poor in spirit, but remember that. God loved you and he paid for your debt on the cross and you can be his child grafted in. Yeah. You can be grafted in to the body of, of Christ in the church and to all the heroes in the Bible. You will <laughs> pretty much hopefully meet them in heaven. Yeah. And um, it's a great reward. 
for those who believe. So what will it be? When are you when are you when are you gonna accept Christ as your Lord and Savior? And give up the sins, give up your sins. When are you gonna do it? Possibly soon. Well, um, <laughs> you you really going back to the parachute analogy. You have the you have the parachute on, you're about to put it on, and you're like, Well, I'm gonna put it on when I'm falling down. Yeah. I'm gonna put it on midway through the through the fall. Don't do it. Do it. It's, do it now, if need be, if your heart is there, as soon as possible. Yeah. Like, because, <laughs> like I said, like you said, and you were you were like getting that truck. You're a new driver. Not right now. Boom, dead. There's more deaths from car accidents than from coronavirus. Yeah. And you never know. There's other ways to die. No, it's not. Yeah. So. Um, Owen, can I pray with you? Of course. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for Owen, Lord. I just thank you so much for um, just allowing him to be here and just to hear your word. And I thank you so much for uh, being open to your word. And um, Lord, I just just, uh, pray that you would uh, enlighten and just uh, open the heart of Owen, Lord, that you would uh, soften his heart, that he'd come to you in a prayer of repentance and um, that he'd be, that you'd uh, do your sovereign work, that he might be born again and that um, he may uh, live forever with you and with us in heaven. And Lord, I just thank you so much for this opportunity. And I pray that um, Owen would hearken unto this, unto this word today, unto the gospel. And I pray this all in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. So, Owen, I thank you for coming on the show, man. Thanks for having it's me. It's been a pleasure. Amazing. Bro, it's been amazing. Um, it's the first time I've really thought, truly thought hard about it. You know, I'm sure when I get great. home. Why wait? Why wait for home? Yeah. If you're true, if you're serious about this, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Here's like the, the crossroads. You can say the prayer of salvation. You can confess with your mouth that Jesus is your Lord. But if your heart isn't there and if you don't repent and if you just keep living on the same way, then there's no, you'll play the hip. Don't be a hypocrite. Yeah. Don't play the hypocrite. Christian, you say you're a Christian, but you lie and steal and blaspheme and you, you know, do all these things. But if you get before God, like we can, you know, if you really truly do mean it, I will pray this. I will pray with you. Yeah. And um, you can repeat after me. And um, if you confess with your mouth and believe and trust in Jesus with all your heart, you will be saved. And um, and again, you said you were confused with Mark. If you pray to God and ask God to help you yeah. understand His Word, He is He will um, He will help you. That's what He did for me, and that's what He's doing with Aiden right now. Um, uh, the Bible says in First John, this is a really awesome scripture. First John one yeah. uh, nine, it says, um, "If we are, you know, if we confess our sins to Him, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins." Um, and He's a in First John two one, He's a propitiation, 
for our sin. He is the atonement for our sin. If we, you know, are in him, if we trust in him. So, um, do you, do you, do you want to be, do you want to be a child of God? Definitely. Then would you like to uh, pray with me and accept him into your heart right now? Definitely. And make him Lord too. Not play the hypocrite. Yes. All right. So uh, repeat after me. Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. Um, please, I recognize my sin. Please, I recognize my sin. Well, I kind of messed up. Sorry. Sorry. No worries. Um, uh, I am a sinner. I am a sinner. And I have sinned against you. And I have sinned against you. Mightily. Mightily. Oh, Lord, I confess with my mouth and I confess with my heart. Oh, Lord, I confess with my mouth and I confess with my heart. That Jesus Christ is Lord. That Jesus Christ is Lord. And I repent. And I repent. And I, uh, I repent of all my sins. I repent of all my sins. I confess. I confess. That you. That you. Are the true God. Are the true God. And the righteous God. And the righteous God. Lord. Lord. Please save me. Please save me. Please um, put within me a new heart. Put within God. me a new heart. A right spirit. A right spirit. Please save me. Please save me. In Jesus' name. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. All right, bro. That. Thank you for praying for praying with me. Yeah. Um, but don't put your trust in that prayer. You know, you yeah. confess something with your mouth, and that's so awesome. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and I'm so thankful to God that He's opened your heart. But um, um, repent. Yeah. Well, like <laughs> just repented. But <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, just remember that if you put your faith not in the prayer that you just prayed, put your faith in Jesus. Search after him daily. Make him the center of your life. Jesus, if you just make him, like I, I keep saying, I keep repeating, because I don't want you to get the wrong idea. Um, turn turn from the wicked things. Yeah. And trust in Jesus with all your heart. Trust in him and search after him in his word and in prayer. And um, you'll see the fruit. Um, it's not about doing things. It's not about doing things as well. Um, Ephesians says, Ephesians chapter 2. Let me just flip to it real quick because I don't want to. This is a beast. I love Ephesians 2. You're going to love Ephesians 2. And this is the good news too. And I want you to remember this because when I became a Christian, I tried to work. And we are supposed to work out our salvation with fear and trembling. Yeah. But the salvation... Paul says, for by grace, God's grace, you don't deserve it. I don't deserve it. You will, are you saved through your through faith, faith that God has given to you, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Salvation is of is by is is by grace through faith. Yes. There's no amount of work you can do to earn your salvation. But um, just know that, uh, you know, if you seek, if you truly do seek after God, uh, he will put within you a new heart yeah. and you will be born again. 
I guarantee it. I the day I was born again, I I remember it like it was yesterday. It was the most the most amazing feeling ever. I woke up. I said the prayer. I you know, well, I I got before God and confessed my sins to Him, all my sins and um, or most that I could think of without yeah. my, and I um, asked Him to save me. And I woke up the next morning, and I looked out the window, and I I could I could see and just hear the amazing, uh, just the wind and like the trees swaying. It was all and the birds chirping. It just was one of the most amazing things that I've ever seen. Because I've always seen that before. I've always opened up. I've always like woken up and opened yeah. the blinds and it's like, oh, here it is another day. Yeah. But this was different. I was born again. And I looked out and I saw, wow, God, they're all singing all these things and all everything's going together. It's working together for God's glory. Yeah. And, and it's, and it's amazing. I just saw everything and I was like my whole way of thinking was completely changed. And that's what it means to repent. That God will truly change you, your ways of thinking and doing. It's not what saves you is doing, but it's it's the fruit of that. Your works are the fruit of it. And um, if you're born again, um, when you're born again, your whole world will change. And, and just here's a message of warning. You know, you said the prayer and you confess with your mouth. But there's going to be trials. Yeah. It's going to be hard. Yeah. But trust in God because he will be exalted. And he, guess what? We know what happens in the Bible. We know who wins. <laughs> God wins. God's in control. He's sovereign control of everything. And, you know, following the true gospel, not a fake gospel, not a gospel of prosperity, of riches, Jesus says, you'll, you'll suffer, but it's so worth it. I've, in my walk, it's worth it. It's worth the struggle because I posted a quote in our struggles. Well, it was by A.W. Tozer. He said, basically, in our struggles, it's, it's reaffirming because it's teaching me to be more like Christ because Christ struggled on earth. Yeah. He was killed. Yeah. You know, um, people will come to you and say, you know, God has a wonderful plan for your life, but, um, God had a wonderful plan. Uh, he had a wonderful life plan. God had a wonderful plan for Stephen. Now, the story of Stephen is he loved God and trusted in God, and he got stoned. Yeah, He was persecuted and killed, and that could happen. Maybe not right now in our country, but it could happen in the future. Yeah, definitely. And even not, you might, <laughs> you might get rejected by girls, by friends, by certain people, by your own family even. Jesus says, I have not come to bring peace. I've come to bring a sword. Father against son, daughter against mother, and vice versa. To pronounce faith in Christ means joy in the Lord. And just, um, but there will be trials. There are struggles. It's like, man, I, <laughs> I really, no, no one's perfect, but man, I really want to listen to that, man. I really want to see that, I, you know. Ooh, that girl, she looks, she's pretty. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, am I going to lay down my cross for a day? Yeah. Or am I going to keep enduring? Yeah. That's, Jesus says, whoever endures to the end will be saved. Whoever is a true and genuine faith, um, they will be saved. And they, 
you will be tested. You will be all kinds of struggles and yeah. horrors. You'll see. And I've been a Christian for a year. <laughs> oh, man, there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff that was going to happen. Rejection. Yeah. And you're in, still in high school. Yeah. It's going to be tough because Definitely. friends, you once thought you were friends, they're not going to be friends with you anymore. But if you trust God, you know, God um, is our Savior. And, and he loves us very much. And he's all that we need. We don't need friends. Well, we need brothers and sisters in yeah. Christ, but we need what we need is we need is God. We don't need friends. We don't. We don't even. We don't. We don't need. We don't need. We don't need women. We don't need drink. We don't need strong drink. We don't need liquor. We, we don't even need food or drink. We don't even need. The Bible says that. Jesus says that. Um, uh, a man doesn't live off bread alone. A man lives off every word that proceeds off the word of God. Because. This is just a physical body that you're in. Yeah. And it's going to pass away, yeah. you know, but the word of God is our source. It's our, the God himself is our source for living. And we can know that God through his word. So I actually got you a gift uh, and some literature um, that I got you, and I don't have it right now. It's upstairs, but I'm going to totally give that to you. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I just, uh, I want to, I'm so, like, I'm just so grateful to God for you. And um, I just, I just really hope that, you know, you confess the Lord in your mouth. And I pray that um, you'd really mean it in your heart. Yep. And that God, you'd be born again. And, um, You'd seek after God. It's amazing, uh, bro. We got to dap him up. It's, you know, it was a lot of hard stuff to listen to. And the whole, pretty much the whole interview is crazy, but (laughs) hard to listen to and everything. But I'm so thankful for you coming on. Yeah, no, Even if it took a few days. It doesn't matter, dude. I'll wait for it. This completely opened my eyes. Insane. I'm I'm so grateful that God was able to open your eyes today. And I pray that you would abide in him. And um, Owen, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having hey, me. Hey, uh, to all my listeners, uh, thank you guys for listening. Um, uh, I just, uh, I'm just so grateful to you guys, all the listeners and everything. And uh, we will see you. I will see you on the next one. Which is, thank you guys. I'll see you later. <laughs>